Go. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Mike. We host the Cinescape Magazine podcast and a couple of Average Joes. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, wherever your favorite podcast app is. And make sure to tell your friends and family and search for Cinescape Magazine podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah. So this is a trailer called Wild Cards. It's by some by broke college kids. And it's uh, official trailer number one. It's going to be a seven-part series. As Joe is watching it, I am commenting. You can take out your earphones to listen. No, I can hear fine. Yeah. I thought you were going to say stuff while I watched it. I'm mean, surprised you're not commenting at all. I'm getting a feel for it. The guy's fucking nose is the thing I'm noticing more than anything else. It's like a giant penis. Cool. It's like a, a human version of Joe Camel. I'm watching the trailer again for a second time. Okay. Looks interesting. What's your honest opinion about that trailer? Um... I can tell that it's low budget, but it looks like effort. A lot of effort was put into making it look fairly decent. Okay. Any issues? Any problems? Other than the review guy's, the trailer. Other than the guy's nose, I. You know what? I really. That's the one. That's the <laughs> only problem. I didn't like the guy's nose because... I got to think about certain fucking looks, man. And it's just like the Owen Wilson thing or, or whatever. It's just... We have to get over that right now. Sir? Just what about the trailer? Tell me what I got to get over. I, I fucking... I, I have, you have your own hangups. I have my own hangups. It, the, the, <laughs> um, the, the trailer. I. It's one of those things I have to watch more than once, for, to be honest with you. Because... You I'm, get one shot at it, so... <laughs> Okay. Um, it doesn't really give you much information. Okay. Uh, it, it so it did its job. Yeah, it doesn't show you very much. It just seems like it's a, almost like it's an isolated incident between these soldiers <coughs> and that I don't know really what the fuck is going on. That, that's pretty much the gist of it. Okay. Well, they are obviously... On patrol. 
I mean, there's part of me that, that I got a little bit of the vibe I got was like a lone survivor type vibe. Okay. That's exactly what I got. Okay. Here, here's my issues with the trailer. Okay. Because uh-huh. we're just, we're looking at, we're looking at some of the, the stills. I'm going just, I'm going second by second through the trailer as it's on pause. <clears throat> so... There's a scene where they're in a like a house or a bunker or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And one of the guys has a shotgun. <laughs> which is fine. That's not that big of a deal. I know I I did notice something about the shotgun. Okay. This is the part. This there's a right Right at at fifty two at fifty three seconds, the guy that Joe was talking about with the nose, yeah, <clears throat> has his head up against this wall, this yeah. concrete wall, like he's reacting to something. Yeah, to me, it feels like he's it, that was an overreaction shot. I don't know why, it didn't it didn't feel genuine. Okay, see, go here, see. Oh. <laughs> and then at 54 seconds, there's a scene with the same guy and then another guy, and they're face off, there's, there's a face-off between each other, and then he turns, and, well, he, he turns, and, and it's the same guy, but he turns, and he attacks them, like they're having an argument. That scene right there, just for the trailer part in and of itself, was unnecessary, mm-hmm. because all you needed to do was show a reaction. Him and and the reaction is is the dude that with the nose. Yeah, we'll just call him the nose. Camel. Let's call him Joe Camel. Yeah, and, uh, and him attacking the other guy with the short hair mm-hmm. would have been much more effective. <clears throat> you didn't need to. You didn't need to set up anything, you know, to show that they are having an argument. It it just produces a little bit more drama, and then okay, so. There's the scene where the dude gets shot, and then the two guys that were fighting each other run over to him. First thing that anybody would do in a soldier, the first thing a soldier would do was actually duck down. And look, and also survey, I mean... No, they wouldn't even survey. First thing you do is hit the ground, and then you find out, and, and yeah... Then you look around to see where the gunshots are coming from. When uh, the dude was firing his shotgun, he was overdoing the recoil on it. It, it the, his, his fake recoil, it just, it, it was exactly that. It just seemed fake to me. Uh, no, that's real. That's real shotgun. What I'm saying is his his recoil, the way he like like. No, that was real. Like he's really firing off rounds. It, it's just didn't feel felt like it was play like play guns and not real guns. Yeah, you're right. On the on the first shot, he fires and there's no recoil. Yeah. And then the second shot, there was recoil. Okay. <coughs> well, here's the other issue with that. A guy just got shot, like a sniper shot. Yeah. And then there's a gunfire going on, and he's firing a shotgun. Yeah. Shotguns don't go long range. No, they don't. So that was my issue with with that whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. All right. Other than that, you said Lone Survivor. That's exactly the feeling that I got with this yeah. whole thing. My 
my overall for this mm-hmm. is it's a pretty strong trailer. It's not, it, you know what, it's, it's, you know, it, how do I describe it? Just say it. It looks well done. It looks well done. I I, I know it's low budget, but I, I can tell that the effort was put into this. Okay. For the most part. For the most part. There's a ton of effort put into this. No, no, no. I mean, you know, for the little, besides the little things that we just talked about, the little complaints. Okay. I wish it had the, um... I I really wish it had the um, the cast in in the little description. So it's an official trailer of a new seven part series by Broke College Kids Productions Wild Cards coming this November. It's a wartime drama. It's about four soldiers. Joe's smiling for whatever reason and the things they must endure to get back. It's produced by uh, Dylan Pashik. Story by Dylan Pashik and Connor Hunt. Written by Connor Hunt. I know where this is going. Directed by oh. Actually, it does have it. Directed by Dylan Pashek. It stars Christopher Kimatek, Nick P- Nick Pano, Connor Hunt, and Cody Hitchcock. Where is this going? You're going to um, you know these people, or you? I do. Yeah, and they're gonna fucking listen to this, and then they're gonna hear me talk about the guy's fucking nose. No, huh? you are such a dick. I am. However, <laughs> just for the record, I'm a fat guy with titties. So there you go. Yeah. However, have at me. Joe, Joe, Joe is <laughs> Joe is all about the look. So, um, look, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna apologize because we, we don't know the people's names. There, there was no names slapped across the screen, so we have we go by whatever. And, and since Joe decided to go with features, we'll go with features. You know, I focus features. Yeah, and Joe Joe likes to focus on. St- Puns, uh, <laughs> puns, and and facial features. I guess I don't know. Um, that's fine because we don't know we don't know the actors' names. I mean, we do know the actors' names. We don't know what actor is playing what, and that's the other thing that's missing from this is when you show the actors, it should say starring this, 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 and this. My friend Colby, who I worked with at Walmart, uh-huh. he's part of this team, and he wanted me to watch the trailer and give an honest review of the trailer yeah okay and we're giving an honest review of the trailer it's a strong trailer this is done by kids in sacramento it is strong okay this looks better than most of the independent feature films that we've seen um you know with no disrespect to anybody yeah but for the most part this 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 almost looks like a professional production you have my interest yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of these war films, um, you know, because Lone Survivor. Everybody tries to do the, their Lone Survivor type of thing, but I would watch this. This is a seven part series. I would watch it as long as it is compelling and interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess compelling and interesting are same thing, but compelling and can hold my no, interest. No, yeah, no, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. Compelling is like you have to fucking pay attention to it. Interesting means, you know, you can come back to it later or something, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think these guys did a really good job. And, um, you know, honestly, uh, I I hope for the best. We ho- Hopefully, uh, you know, we get we get a movie out of this. Yeah. Or, and we get, to, we get to see the series. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> They're all about showing the Sacramento love, man. Yep. 
Um, so broke college kids on YouTube. Broke college kids, just as it's just three words. BCK. Yep. Um, they have Paradox. They did Paradox, which is a sci-fi short. Wild Cards. Alonzo Wells reviews fanboys and has bad taste in Star Wars movies. I think. I'll, and then Alonzo Wells reviews Jaws and can't spell Spiel, can't say Spielberg correctly. <laughs> the movie reviewer episode three. <coughs> so, um, Alonzo Wells actually looks like one of the guys that's in the movie, but it's not. So, or maybe it is. I don't know. Let me let me look again. <laughs> No. So anyways, thank you, Colby. Uh, we look forward to seeing this, and um, that's about it. All right. And yeah. the reason why I brought this up very first is because I wanted to get your reaction of the trailer and get an honest reaction. All right, you got it. So, go. You, you got my asshole fucking <laughs> honest reaction. Great. Now, now I got to listen to 10 minutes of your diatribe. No, fuck you, man. I just had to, I, you know, you let me talk shit about someone, and then... You fucking know. Talk shit about it. You just said he had a big nose. <laughs> you didn't say, "Oh, look at that guy. He fucking sucks." He's, he's a fucking. He's a fucking shitty actor. Fucking cocksucker. So. All right. So. All right. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. What are we doing? We moving on? Yes. What are we moving on to? I don't know. What do you want to do? What show is this? I don't fucking know. Just pick a it, show and go. <laughs> Well, you got to play Rick and fucking Morty or something, man. I, what do you, what do you want to do? Oh, shit. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> We're not doing Rick and Morty right now. <laughs> We're doing the movie review. Oh, we are. Oh, well, welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired of saying my goddamn name. The enthusiasms, Cares. man. Well, look, this is the way I, 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 I look at it. We announce ourselves every time because it creates that sense of familiarity. We don't but need to also, but also, also, it's that it's for anyone that tunes in new. They're always they're and they're hearing us for the first time. Have you been listening to the last like six shows? No. Okay. So you're not aware of the fact that we actually recorded an entire intro. Hi, I'm Joe and I'm Mike. Blah 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 yeah, blah. Listen to, to this and that yeah. and the other thing. It is slapped right at the beginning of the fucking show. I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I've hated the beginning of this show for the longest time, and it never, never ceases to amaze. Like Joe a Billy that I Joel song. Fucking hate doing the intro of introducing ourselves that intro because for the it's on the goddamn time. website. Whoa. But Joe won't shut the fuck up for a minute. For the longest time. <laughs> it's on the website. It's a couple of average Joes. It's Joe Spiegel. It's Mike Sutherland. It's on. It's on SoundCloud. It's Joe Spiegel and Mike Sutherland. It's it's on Cinescape Magazine podcast. It's on the Cinescape Magazine movie review website. It's on the couple of average Joe's fucking Facebook page. It's on all of our Facebook pages. It's on our Twitter account. And and Joe thinks that nobody knows who we are. So I'm Joe. You're Mike. God damn. Um, <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about the Pixar yes film Coco. A 2017 American 3D computer animated musical fantasy. Wow, you said that really quickly. You know, yeah. Released by Walt Disney Pictures, based on an original idea by Lee Unkrich. Yes, apparently uh, it's been an idea brewing around since 2011. We'll get into that. But I heard they didn't start doing the actual animation until last year. 
Which, if that's true, holy shit. Yeah, they began developing animation in 2016. So that, I mean, think about that. Think about all the shit that they had in this movie. All the detail. All the colors, all that shit. And able to do that in that span of time. Well, they didn't. It took them well, from 2011 to well, 2016. I understand they did a bunch of prep with writing the script and doing no, research no, 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 going to Mexico. No, 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 you're not listening. No, 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 no. What? It took, them, it took them five years to develop the animation. Oh, yeah, motorboat? They didn't fucking do it in one year. It takes them five to seven. It takes them five to ten years to develop the process of doing the animation for every one of their movies. And then it takes about a year of animation. Okay. <sighs> you looked, are you tired, Mike? I mean, what the fuck? Yes. Why are you so tired? Because I have to deal with you. But I'm like the gem in your fucking crown, no, baby. You are not. <laughs> why? Why am I not? No, you're not. No, am, no, am you're, I? You're am on my I, bad. You're on my bad side right now. Am I in the thorn in your butthole? Yes, you are. Right All now. Right, so I'm the canker sore. Yeah, with the exception of your movie reviews. You are you are a canker sore on my lip right now. All right, <laughs> well, quit picking at it. <laughs> All right, can't help it. I just need to get shit All right. done. I do not have a lot to say about this movie. What? Just to be honest with you. Why? Um. Well, okay. For one, it's an animated film. Yeah. So, when it comes to animated films, and it's full of a lot of kin f- kid friendly fare. Oh right, Joseph. Just for you people, just remember, I'm the animation geek. Yes. And Joe is not. In fact, Joe could probably count on one hand how many times he's seen an animated movie, with the exception of the repeated animated movies like, say, Toy Story or you whatever. You see my fucking kid's movie shelf, dude. It's packed with fucking movies. Yeah, but you probably didn't watch them much. I've watched a lot of them so. multiple times. But yeah, I... But my my viewpoint is different than yours. You can you can do you can separate certain things. And me, if the it doesn't matter how good the animation is, if if the story is too kid based, Joe is not a fan of animated movies. It doesn't matter. I am a fan of animated no, movies. Not. You weren't. No, you weren't. You weren't a fan of animated movies until like probably the second year into this, and then you started to kind of come. No, I learned to appreciate the art form of animated movies. I've always liked animated movies, just there's certain Mm -hmm. levels. Like, fucking Finding Nemo, are you kidding me? I Mm. fucking love Finding Nemo. I fucking love Toy Story. Mm. All right? I don't know. I don't know. Are you kidding me? Oh, fucking Robin Hood. Robin Hood from... uh, Robin Hood? Robin Hood, the old Disney one with with the fox and shit. Oh, I love that shit. Jungle Book? I don't know. You not... I... It's not the conversation that we've had, which is I fucking hate animated movies. No, I th- think it's just certain degrees of it, of certain films. And, you know, there's a lot that... There, look, for me, I got to sift through and, and find the, 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 you know, the diamonds in the rough kind of thing. Because there's a lot of shit that's just made to market towards children and that's it, you know. It's all made to market towards children. You know what I mean. There's, there's degrees of, of quality. And Pixar is usually at the top. Yeah. And then DreamWorks, besides the... Oh, and and, and we got to talk about this before we talk about Coco. Okay. So there's a new Frozen short that's out. Mm. Yeah, exactly. There was, I counted, seven songs. I wouldn't doubt it. There was at least six. There was at least six songs, and it, it opened with a song, 
and then there was like a few minute, few seconds of dialogue. Then they went into a second song, and then there was then there was a few seconds of dialogue, and then they went into the song about the troll. Yeah. And then there was a few seconds of dialogue. Then there was another song, and then there was the song with um, the snow dude. Olaf. Olaf, thank you. See, this is how much I don't know about this movie. Um, I have never seen Frozen. I have. I've seen it twice. I've seen bits and pieces of it, like the end of it. I know how the movie works, so I can't say I haven't seen it's it. Over fucking rate. I've seen it from the part where they find Olaf to like the very end of the movie. And yeah, I agree. He's it's, it's, one of the most gimmicky fucking characters I've ever seen thrown into a film. Right. And the um, the whole idea behind Olaf's Frozen Adventure is him. Looking for a family tradition for Elsa and Fuckface. I don't know yeah, the other name. The two girls from the the two princesses. Yeah, and it's the animation. The animation spectacular. It is. You have to. I mean, if you could watch it with the fucking sound off. Yeah. Okay. You're you're then you're good. <laughs> because the if you watch the animation. And the way that she, the the princess, the frozen chick, the girl with the powers, yeah. can use her powers and stuff like that, beautiful. Like her dress, outstanding. Mm. That shit was just fucking wonderful. I, <laughs> the story was terrible. I could not, it, it's like, it was so fucking annoying <laughs> and it was torture. You remember like how I was reacting while oh, yeah. I was on. I know. You were falling asleep. Uh, I just like, I was doing the same I thing, was dude. Fucking cringing. I please, it's like stop bombarding me with your fucking your your whiny lovey dovey fucking hopeful bullshit. I don't want to fucking hear it. I, I I you know it might sound like a dick, but I don't fuck I don't. frozen. Fuck them. I don't think it's whiny, whiny, hopeful shit. It's just, dude, it was just an awful storyline. It was it awful. Was a fucking, it was terrible. It was a, it was one of those straight to video movies that you would buy on videotape back in the fucking nineties and that, early two thousands. It felt like it was half hour long too. It was twenty. It was over twenty minutes long, and that's the longest fucking short I've ever seen that I can recall that was in theaters. Um. And yeah, it, the whole the, like the quality of the story and the fucking the music and, and the, the the lack of any real real substance to it. It's a short. Well, I know. Is but, there supposed to be substance to well, a fucking dude, short? How many shorts we've seen that had fucking substance to them? Yeah. Like the little dog that was eating the meatball and had the the the, the owner. Yeah, that the, that one that one brought the feels. The fucking paper airplanes with the two couples. That was the, that one was fantastic. Yeah, or the one with Inside Out where lava. The, the, oh, there's the lava one too. Yeah, see, and then there's the one with the the guy who worked at the computer place, and he was tired yeah. of working the same job. And yeah. Then, you know, and then yeah, I mean, dude, it wasn't that he was tired of working the same job. He just wanted, yeah, he wanted something to take him away from yeah. the job for a minute, just so he can come back to the yeah. job, be completely, you know, renewed. And did you remember day and night? Uh, it was it was all it was made to look more like hand drawn animation than than actual computer animation. And it was like the guy was, um, it was this figure that would, he keep going between day and night, like it, like what was happening inside of him. No. Like, anyway, that one, I didn't fucking care for that one. And that one is fucking way better than this fucking Olaf Frozen adventure shit. I hated it. I don't remember day and night at all. Uh, look it up while we're talking. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's called, I think, I believe it's called day and night Pixar short. Once you see it, you'll be like, oh, that one. 
So, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. See, I didn't really care for that one when I first <coughs> saw it, but I'll tell you what, still, that that has way more fucking substance to it and quality than than the, the than the Frozen shit. I I can't stand Frozen. Look, I was harsh as hell on Frozen um the first time I saw it, and then when I saw it again, I wasn't as harsh, but it still didn't improve by very much. Right. I still stand by what I said about that fucking movie. It's overrated and it tries to empower women, but then it goes back on empowering women by by create making the main character a needy fucking bitch who can't be without a man. It, it's fucking horrible. It's fuck you, Frozen. Anyway. Okay, I didn't get that, <laughs> but okay. 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 Oh, it was. I mean, you well, you haven't seen the movie, so you don't know. But I mean, it was in all the conveniences of the fucking movie. It's just. You know, oh, she hooks up with this prince guy, and everything's going great because she really wanted to be with someone. And then, and then, oh, she goes off on this adventure to find her sister, because her sister, you know, finally unleashed her powers on everybody. Right now, she's the monster, and so she goes off to find her. And while her asshole boyfriend is stuck over at the, uh, you know, stuck back in the kingdom trying to run shit, she goes off into the, into the forest and, and, and into the snow and she runs into the bad boy and the fucking, oh, and then all of a sudden, oh, her and the bad boy start to click after all the shit talking at first, right? And then she finally realizes that she actually loves the bad boy, but she feels guilty because the other guy's back here at the at the kingdom and then, oh, but then what does the, the, the plot conveniently do? Oh, it turns the, the boyfriend back at the kingdom, turns him into a maniacal asshole. Exactly. That's my fucking point. Right, it conveniently makes him an asshole, so it's okay, so she can guilt-free cheat on him with fucking the bad boy of the snow. Okay, yoo-hoo. fuck you, okay. fuck Frozen. All right, we got it. We <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't be alone. Oh, Coco, <laughs> Coco is much better than Frozen. <laughs> All right, so anyway, this movie is two things to me it's very it's one for one it's very very kid friendly um goofy um you know standard kind of storytelling but then the other thing about this movie that works for me and i'm putting aside all the beautiful animation and music and all that other stuff yeah is the story about family and when we you know how important family was and also how important it is to to find your 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 true calling in life and to pursue that but also find a way to make it work with family as well because family is important um even though in this movie family was holding him back <laughs> for the most part but there was a good reason for it anyway um but the, you know the the main selling point of this movie besides the animation of course is the 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 tearjerker man it's it's getting to the end of the movie and and just seeing how well pixar was able to tell this story um about the coco character you know the old lady in the in the wheelchair right and and how important her father was to her and the skin the the skin yes the way that they did the old people to the young people yeah. and and how you could see the degrees mm-hmm was so amazing oh yeah when they, we're watching the trailer right now and yeah. uh de la cruz who is one of the main characters <laughs> Ernesto. yeah <laughs> yeah um the way like oh my god like playing the guitar yeah the, the the but the faces on the adults 
look like adult faces. They don't look like smoothed out children's faces, you know? Yeah. And the kids' faces, same thing. They look, even though they, they're cartoon-esque. And big-eyed, big-eyed like a cartoon, you know? Yeah, and, and it's, that's a design. But if you... but. The, the detail yeah i mean there's a picture in there where it has the mom the daughter and then the dad with the head removed right yeah <laughs> and hold on because we'll get to that in a second and like just i mean like the the artwork the paintings you know that yeah. like we're looking in the mausoleum right now and there's a painting of de la cruz and He's, just i mean the attention to fucking detail in this movie yeah is incredible. Yeah, I read about Pixar making multiple trips to Mexico and and uh, mo- you know different cities there and learning uh, about you know all these customs and heritage you know things there and like yeah like the plaza where you know and then the Day of the Dead yeah where they have they have all these lights in the cemetery uh-huh. you know uh-huh. uh, just just that picture alone is when we're looking at it you yeah. know it it's so it, it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it is. I am so impressed. Now, there's a, there's a scene in the movie where uh, Miguel, who is the kid, yeah, has has gone over to the other side, and his whole entire job is to get home. Yeah, and he needs a he needs the approval of there a family is. member to get back. So, and in the trailer, there's a scene where he is standing and he's looking. He's on a bridge, and he sees, and there's all these people around him. He's with his dog, and he's looking onto the city of the dead. Yeah. This picture in and of itself, they were talking about it. This is a digital mat. Yeah. So you have the foreground, which is Miguel and the dog. You have the next ground, which is the people, and then the bridge that they're standing on. Right? Yeah. And then, then you have the other, then you have the next background, which is like the immediate stuff that's closest. Yeah. So like a bridge here and there and some of the and some of the houses. And then that then you have another layer behind that mm-hmm. which is the stuff that's a little bit farther away and the stuff that's a little bit farther away. I understand there was like between 10 and 20 plates. That's what they call them plates. Yeah. They they they're um like if you take your hands and make like a wall yeah. and put one behind the other and do that 20 times. Yeah. That's how that's how many layers that they're using. It's like parfait and onions. <laughs> it's got layers. Yeah. Um, digital matte paintings is what they are. And then what they did was they went in and lit it all up. There are over 8 million lights in this scene alone. Yeah. <clears throat> and what makes it more incredible is that you have a fog effect going on. Mm-hmm. And you have trains and cars moving around so every one of these little bits bitty pieces have all been kind of crammed together in this computer program that has rendered all of this stuff yeah and that's the scene that you get near the end of the uh coco the official coco trailer the first one and then you have other things like you have the spirit animals that are all lit up yeah everything about this movie Technique-wise, was fucking amazing. Yeah, just truly astounding. And that is why I wanted you to talk about this movie, is because 
you have a pa- <coughs> you have a passion for for animation. So yeah, I uh, uh, I mean like there's a there's a scene where Miguel has to wear makeup, and when he falls into the water and you can see the makeup wash off his face yeah. and it's still there. Yeah, you know that stuff that. <sighs> I want my animation not to be as realistic as possible. Yeah. I don't I don't want realism in my animation because there needs to be a disconnect. Yeah. Now, putting and by realism I mean like I don't need like if you're going to do Spider-Man or the Avengers or or whatever and yeah. you're making you're making an animated Pixar style movie, right? Yeah. I don't want Tom Holland as Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I don't need a digital recreation of Tom Holland, the actor. Gotcha. Okay. A facsimile of Tom Holland as Spider-Man that's that's animated, you know, like, like Pixar does, is perfect. You don't want to see The Rock as the Scorpion King. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, that was fucking god-awful. That was know, god-awful 15 years ago. Right. And <laughs> and and some something like... like um, um, Peter Cushing as Grand Moff Tarkin, you yeah. know, which isn't bad. Well, yeah, it was really, really good. But when you have, when you need that so- sort of realism for a, you know, a live action movie, if you want to yeah. call it that, I'm okay with it. But when you're making a quote unquote cartoon or an animated movie, there needs to be that separation. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that Pixar is doing a re- more realistic modeling. Yeah. But they're they're still delineating it. They're making sure that they're that what isn't you know, they're making sure that they're not crossing a line, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Because at some point if you want it to make it realistic, then you it gets boring for me. I don't want that. Like if you're watching Final <laughs> Fantasy of the Spirits Within? Yeah, exactly. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. If they had done a Final Fantasy based off more of like the video game, yeah, you know, in that style of animation, yeah, worse, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I, I would have been fine with it, and I think that's what a lot of people were expecting with Final Fantasy. In this movie, like when um, these spirit animals, there's like there's like a um, a griffin type character, yeah, right. I mean that. That <laughs> the grandmother is just amazing. Yeah, just her face and <laughs> and and the, and and the you know that was a great grandmother. The grandmother, yeah, Elena. with her shoe, yeah. <laughs> just fucking hit people with shoes. <laughs> you know, and tamales and you know the teeth, and then the the hands on the guitar and and then Fatevin. That's what the dog is modeled after, by the way. Is that stupid Fatevin meme? Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, with the with the dog with the overbite. That's what that dog is modeled after. Yeah, that and the seal. That fucking seal from Finding Dory. Yeah. yeah. But th- then you have the candles. You have you have dust on the guitar. You know. Oh yeah. The lights shining through. Oh, I love the, the that leaves. bridge. That bridge of leaves with all the leaves falling. Yeah. God, man. You know what? For for someone to make the color orange appealing to me, that's a good fucking job because I don't like orange. I'm not a fan of that color. Really? But in this movie, fucking loved it. It was amazing. It was awesome. Right? No complaints. No complaints about the color or yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, you know what? 
even though I have more other colors that are way more better to me than that, I don't give a shit. Keep it fucking orange. That's yeah. how awesome it looks. Don Diego de la Vega. Uh, that that name will forever be embedded in my mind. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the um, one of the characters from one of sci-fi's like Gatoroid versus Crocanoid or oh that's right Gatoroid yeah. versus that's right yeah I remember you, God you Bio talked about that Pythonoid. like fucking four or five years ago it was like a Don Diego de la Vega yeah it was like a the, he was like the, the 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 evil doctor or something like that or? no he wasn't an evil doctor he was just he he was just like he's like a like a Chuck Norris style doctor. Yeah. Now go get my shoe. <laughs> so yeah, that and that 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 is what sells this movie for me. Animation aside, it it's it's the family dynamic. You know what I mean? It's especially when you get near the end of the movie. You know, even that twist. I like the twist because you know, even though there's hints at, at the twist happening, when it finally does happen, you're like, okay, good job, good job. You you know, like you know, this guy isn't who you think he is, and you know things like that. It, it worked, and uh, yeah, and, and the whole story is about this family. Yeah, and that, and that's all it is. It's about this family who, um, the the grandfather left. Yeah, the, no, the great 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 grandfather left. No, no, great grandfather. Well, because Coco is the great grandmother, her father is so he would be the great great grandfather. Okay, okay, you are right. Sorry. So the great great grandfather leaves. Yeah, and then like they ban music for the whole clan. Yeah, music. No is, more music. Musica is the devil. Yes, and that's that's where the whole story comes from. And the kid realizes as he's watching this video of the greatest mariachi around named <laughs> Don Diego de la Vega. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ernesto de la Cruz. Yeah, and and. Ernesto has become like the singing cowboy, you know, he's the Lone like, Ranger. He's the Mexican Elvis, dude. Uh, no, the Mexican Roy Rogers. Well, the oh, well, the reason why I say that was because every time they showed him in like one of his movies he was doing, it always reminded me of the Elvis movies. Right, but more more Roy Rogers than I, Elvis. All right, I can see that. You know, or Hop Along, Hop Along Daffy. <laughs> right. So, uh, but yeah, he, he's he seems to be more modeled after Roy Rogers, and. You know all these movies in the forties, and then he dies. Yippee guy, motherfucker! And then from there, this kid has done nothing but collect all these records by De La Cruz, yeah, and all these old videos that he has. And he's and he sits up in this little attic and he practices guitar and he's really good at it, right? Yeah. And the way that they do the animation on the fingers and and how the you know the picking and all this other stuff, yeah. like if you watch animated movies, animated shows. Very rarely do they give a shit about how what the guitar looks like, or if it's actually, you know, size appropriate, yeah, or you know, look appropriate, or anything else like that. It's you know, I mean, it's it's just there as a distraction. Like if you watch Phineas and Ferb, right? Yeah. They try to get it as accurate Mom. as they can, but in, in the end, it's just it's just a prop. Yeah, you know, it's just there to to make it funnier. Whereas in this one, it's more than a prop. It's actually a character in and of itself. Yeah. And and it's also a, a substantial part of the movie. You know, it's the MacGuffin and everything else. And that's, that's what separates this movie from a lot of other, you know, in moving forward, everybody else just realized, 
you know, we're still fucking 15 years behind Pixar in terms of how we're going to do things. Yeah. The scene that we're looking at right now was three seconds into the official Coco trailer, and it's two kids running down the street, and they have sparklers. And, and, and it's a setup for the Rivera family Zapateros, which is the shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's typical Mexico. It looks like modern day, but you can't tell. You know, you don't know if it's in the 80s or the 70s or the 60s or whatever. It's not right? highly reliant on technology. <laughs> and, yeah, you don't see cell phones and things like that. Yeah. And old, it's old TVs and VCRs. Walking talkies. So uh, you have to kind of – I assume that it's like between 1983 and 1993. Yeah. Right? And then you see the pole with the, with the wires in the background – and then the tree, and then the background, they have a couple more people with sparklers. Yeah. But the building itself, the Rivera building, look at, if you look at it the way that it's painted, look at how detailed that is. Yeah. With with the way that the the red is being washed out. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, it's like- um, Oh, and the dirt too. You know, the la- layers of dirt that is on the paint as well. Yeah. It's like Desperado. Mm-hmm. When he's walking down the street and he's showing the kid how to play guitar. Yeah. You know? That that scene where the 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 walls are just dirty yellow from the amount of dust and stuff like that, and the cobblestones on the ground. What's in the guitar case? <laughs> yeah, my guitar. My guitar. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh. Best shootout ever. <laughs> Best film shootout. Ever. Was, it was really fucking awesome. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he's basically throwing the bullets. Um. What is the number to my fucking car? <laughs> Dude, I gotta watch that again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so anyways, uh, so um, we're looking at the three seconds into this final trailer, and just the amount of detail just on this one slide of film yeah. is incredible. Yeah. You know, with the light right above the door, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the green on like the... Like the you want to call it the courtyard entrance doors, well, yeah, like I mean, the garage it's, door. It's not just one color of green. It, it's like it's just, five. It's like when, when you look at real life, dude. How there's no, nothing like, especially on human beings. It's and, a used and, universe. And other things, it's like it, it, there's not just one simple color. There's if you look closely, there's so many different variants of that color. Right. You know. So and you look at that door. It's not just one simple looking door. It it looks more realistic. Even the shadows. If you look at the shadows, uh huh. It's not straight. Like like the way that the roof is, yeah, it follows the contour of the roof. Mm-hmm. It's not this perfect, crisp, cut, clean square of shadow. Yeah, amazing. I, I remember um, during the scene where um, Hector and Miguel are thrown into the pit, and um, and there's that water that's that's rushing up onto the rocks. Uh-huh. I remember looking at that, and I, it reminded me of you because you um, always talk about you would look at the water to see how well the, you know they did the the animation on it for how it moves. And look, look, this right here, the sunlight coming through the window. Yeah, see it right there in yeah. the background. Yeah, sometimes when you're watching something like this, um, you can miss all these details. You know, you, you like almost like you take it for granted because that's how good Pixar has gotten. Yeah, with what they do, but if you actually take the time to look at it and 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 realize all the effort that was put into making it look this way, it's 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 stunning. It just se- it seems like an impossible task, but 
hell, I guess with enough money and enough uh, you know man hours, you can make it happen. Yeah, any any time, any amount of time and effort that it's worth putting into doing something. Except for Superman's mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Superman's mustache. Except for that one. All right. So, how do you feel about uh, the fact that that movie's tanking? I'm sorry that it's tanking, but it deserves to be tanking. It's like a wake-up call kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, look. The uh, <laughs> the, the whole the, the whole movie about Justice League goes to show you one thing and one thing only. <clears throat> you have to give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. You're not giving them what they want. You didn't do it with Superman, the Man of Steel. You didn't do it with with um, Batman v Superman. Yeah. And you didn't do it with Justice Suicide League. Squad. You didn't do it with Suicide Squad. What you're doing is you're you're doing a bad impression of Marvel. It's like me trying to do an impression of Christopher Walken. I can't do an impression of Christopher Walken. <laughs> I, I can't. Not to save my life, you know. Mm. And once in a while I can get it, you know. Well, you kind of can't. You know. Yeah. And I understand the mannerisms. I I kept this filthy piece of shit up my you know whatever. <laughs> I can't do the uh, the stinking watch. I keep this hunk of junk up my ass for five years. For five years. Yeah. <laughs> up my ass. Up my ass. <laughs> and then that's how you have to do Christopher Walken when he ever he doesn't. I need some more <laughs> cowbell. Why why are we fighting? Because it's good. You know because he he'll he'll do that little yeah. s- that that sly little. Whisper. You look very nice. Because I'm horny. Because I'm horny. (laughs) You know, and... And she's got a great ass. Yeah. You know, and... (laughs) and, Oh, fucking Pacino. (laughs) Pacino is... But anyways, I I can't... Once in a while, I can do a fucking good impression of of walking. Yeah. And... But that's because I don't practice, practice, practice. And that's what's going on with Justice League. Yeah. That's what's going on with DC. They've they've got to the point where they see what Marvel's doing, and they're like, oh, we should do that. Yeah. But <laughs> we should just make big movies. We should just make the big Avengers-type movies and then go from there. And and then and, and then they come out with, well, the Green, Lan- the Green Lantern, the Green Arrow, the Green Lantern's not going to be in any of the movies until Justice League 2. Yeah. You know, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Dude, they already did fucking Doomsday, man. I mean, what do you expect? They need to stop what they're doing and hit the big reset button. And the easiest way to hit the big reset button is just as I explained, is you have a character wake up from a nightmare. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It sounds silly, Uh, but if you do it right, like it's... It's like a... Dark side's fucking nightmare. No. It's Superman and he's been captured. Mm-hmm. He's been captured by by um um there was a there was an animated ser- the, the animated cartoon when him and let's call it the main man. Okay. Him and Lobo have been captured by this collector guy. Okay. And he's he's been put into a zoo with Lobo. That's how you wake him up. Mm-hmm. He wakes up and he realizes that he has to live this whole entire thing over again where he has to die and come <laughs> back, right? Yeah. 
and because these guys are playing in the zoo, okay? And he finally is able to get out. That's actually how you introduce Lobo to. <laughs> and this is how you start a whole new fucking Justice League. And this is how you start. And then Superman comes back, and the Justice League is already there. Yeah. All right? And then... And then... You... And then you can do one of two things. You can start off that way, or you can start off another way, which is from Justice League Season 1, Episode 1 of the cartoon series. Yeah. Where you have these two guys on Mars... And one of them falls into a pit, and this big door opens, and he gets sucked inside, right? And then, and and then Mars attacks Earth. Yeah. Okay. That whole sequence can be redone with that guy actually seeing super, you know, uh, the 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 Superman thing, the Batman versus Superman thing. Yeah. Where Superman dies and yada yada yada. So. He has he's carrying this with him as he returns to Earth. Yeah. To find out that the Martians are attacking anyways and says, you know, hey, this is this could be and I have to write it all down to get it all sorted out, but basically the reset button is you have someone wake up after after witnessing this as a as an alternate reality. Yeah. And then you go back to doing Justice League the correct way and introducing the characters normally. I'm fine with Jason Momoa being Aquaman that way, but I can't stand the fact that he's a fucking rebel. Bad boy. I'm done with that shit. Hmm. You don't need fucking five bad boys and loners in a group of people that rely on each other. Wonder Woman didn't need it. Green Lantern didn't need it. Aquaman didn't need it. Uh, you know, and having them be this this group of people <laughs> that ooh ooh. The Flash movie is going to be called Flashpoint, which is kind of stupid because you got to build up to that shit, but they're not, they're just fucking going for it. See? So use Flashpoint to fucking retcon all this shit. Well, yeah, and you can do that. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, they just, that's what they should use Flash. Well, Flashpoint just to fucking just clear the board, man. Yeah, because, yeah. because you know, having Ezra Miller, and he's a fine actor, but look, they're wasting a huge chunk of time here. Yeah. You get you get the kid that plays fucking the Flash Frank on the Dustin. TV show. You get the kid that plays you know you get Stephen Amell that plays Arrow on the TV show, and you get the girl that plays Supergirl from the TV show, and you and you can use those guys, but you you're gonna need Flash anyway. So yeah. you bring Grant Gustin in, and then you just fix it. <laughs> they're not going to. They're not. But yeah, that's the problem. They're not they're not going to because they don't see a problem. No. They don't give a shit. Look, that's why they're allowing the Arrow TV show to go to shit. That's why they're slowly allowing the Flash show to slowly turn into Arrow. And, uh, and yeah. And look, I mean, sometimes maybe it's a little, it's not a good idea to continue with shows for this long um, or to do this many shows because look at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Remember how interested we were in that shit? Yeah, I'll I'll watch I'll watch a few episodes of this season, and if it doesn't do anything for me, I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm already done with Arrow. I've already lost. Um, and look, I haven't even fucking I haven't seen one episode yet this season of Gotham. Yeah, I haven't. I, I'm not watching Gotham. I think I'm what eight episodes behind now or something. I, yeah. I I'm not even interested in fucking catching up right now. I'm not. Well, they're they're doing this whole Dark Knight thing. 
Yeah, and I talked about this for a long time ago. They're 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 trying way too hard to make this about Batman. It's like, dude, this is not supposed to be about fucking Batman. This is supposed to be about the stuff leading up to Batman. Maybe. Who knows? You know, it doesn't matter. But instead, it's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta have our connections to Batman, right? No, motherfucker, it's supposed to be Jim Gordon, and and you know his his shit. But whatever, I don't run the show. Yeah, I'm not the one blowing my load all over the Fox network, right? So anyway, (laughs) Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. All right. Uh, back to Coco, man. So that ending, the ending with um, when he's singing the song "Remember Me" to Coco in the wheelchair, and and uh, and just the whole thing about you know family and 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 you know people that have passed on and honoring them and remembering them. It was it was very touching, and and you know we both got fucking weepy with that shit. We did, you know, and. You know, because it, it, for me, it definitely reminded me of my grandmother who passed um, back in uh, uh, April. So, especially that part where Coco's sitting in the chair and you were talking about her hands, the the skin on her hands, and that her hands straight up reminded me of my grandma. It, it's just like almost the same damn hands, man. So, um, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> I leaned over to you and I go, I go, fucking Pixar. <laughs> They always got to find a way to to pull your fucking heartstrings. I mean, look at look at up up did the same thing. Uh, uh, Toy Story three. Uh, what else? What else got emotional? Uh, I don't know. There's something else there, but I I can't think of it. All the Pixar fucking movies, man. There's always um always something. Always one of them that that has something you know that that really gets to you, man. So. Um. Yeah, bravo! I think. Oh, even God, even uh, Monsters Inc. At the end, when he goes back to visit her, and he opens the door, and you just hear it go, "Kitty!" You know, I mean, just little shit like that. It's so damned effective. You know. So, um, all right. Uh, the next movie, I think that are are we done? Because I. Yeah, yeah, we're done. All right. So, um, this movie currently has a ninety-six percent Rotten Tomatoes approval rating. Apparently, there's four assholes out there, or four percent of assholes out there that that didn't like the movie, or that gave it a negative. Um, this is not a negative movie in any way whatsoever. Don't get me wrong. Even though um, I, I gave it a six and a half out of ten because the kid stuff I think holds it back. The the you know the the, the goofy, child oriented humor. Um, but I mean, it's an animated movie, so what do you want? You know what I mean? So. Anyway, that's what I get. What would what, 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 uh, you do? Same thing. Six and a half out of ten. All right. Cool. So, see, Corey, Corey Feldman. Don't say anything. <laughs> you can edit that. All right. So, a couple of Average Joes, Sinscape Movie Reviews. I'm me. I'm you. <laughs> All right. Don't look at a mirror then. Okay. All right. All right. Catch y'all on the flip side. All right. Bye-bye. show jolly good show jolly good show indeed hakuna matata bitches <laughs> thanks again for listening be sure to check us out at a couple of averagejoes.com and please make sure that you leave a comment and share the podcast that would be awesome have a good night hmm. <laughs> this is the end.
Nothing is the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Argo, fuck yourself.